Goal setting tactics are a little bit more complex than we actually give them credit for. Hey everyone, and welcome to the I Got This podcast with Lex and MGP. My name is Lex and I've been a personal trainer over the last five years. Martha started her fitness journey with me three years ago and over that time, she's lost over 60 pounds and changed her entire perspective on life. Join us each and every week as we talk about our journey together, healthy lifestyle habits, and of course, the I Got This mentality. Hey, everybody, and welcome back to I Got This Pod with Lex and MGP. The goal of this podcast is to talk about goal setting today, everything that we've learned together, some um, thoughts that we have on it, and hopefully this helps shed a little bit of light of light on your own goal setting. Maybe will help progress how you goal set for the future. But we'd love to hear, hear your feedback on this episode at the end of it, of course. <laughs> so today we're going to talk about goal setting and kind of the things that we've seen in it personally. When I sit down with a client the first time for an assessment, they always say what they want and it's always to be healthier and don't we (laughs) all want to be healthier? Mm -hmm. But the deeper question to my, my real question is always why. Your why for a goal is the most important thing. I agree. And be healthier is pretty darn vague. It's pretty darn vague. <laughs> it's vague. It's And it's almost like, just like you said previously, it sounds like the right answer, not yeah. the real answer. Oh yeah. It's like you think that's what you're supposed to say. Yeah. You, you I'm say- not going to lie. When I came into the gym and was asked why I wanted to be there, it wasn't to be healthier. Yes, that's great, but I wanted to look better. Yeah, um, exactly. You want to, like, we all want to look better, honestly. Mm-hmm. And it's okay to be a little bit vain with yeah, your goals. That's honest. Yeah. If you're <laughs> going to work super hard, and I think this is most people, they think if, if you're going to work really, really hard, they expect to look, look a little bit better yeah. after doing so for a certain amount of time. For sure. It feels mm-hmm. good to be stronger. It does. It does. It feels good to be healthier. Yes. But it looks, it feels great to look good. <laughs> now, the realistic thing is, so most people come to me after being in pain with mm-hmm. how they look, honestly. It's after being so long saying, hey, I've been so out of shape for this long, or I'm having a hard time doing tasks that should not be difficult for me, That's or true. I feel that bad about myself and how I look. And that's actually more common and not the more realistic answer. Mm-hmm. Um, when I say, like, why do you, why? Like, what's your why? If we can find that X factor to get you going, you need, like, you need some activa- activation energy, right? right? To get the motivation to start. But if you don't have, it's truly the thing you've heard many times in self-help books. It's you need to have a little bit of pain to motivate you to do something that's hard. Something has to trigger something has to trigger. Mm-hmm. It's that X factor. And if we find that X factor, right. then I can help you get where you got to go. So in terms of goal setting, now, not every goal that you you know set is going to come from a place of pain. Sure. But sometimes it will, or it'll come from a place of being the person that you don't want to be. I don't want to be this person. So I'm going to set this other goal that will get me from here to here. Mm-hmm. or from going this direction to that direction. So I think whenever you set a goal and you're very committed to it, it mm-hmm. does come from a slight pace, place of 
a little bit of pain, honestly. Mm -hmm. Or fear. Or fear, Mm -hmm. yes. And that's not necessarily a bad thing. No, it can be very motivating It can be, Mm -hmm. right. And and I think that's why people who um, are sometimes in the worst situations, you know, like either really poor or in a horrible home life situation end up being the most successful people Mm -hmm. because they are at a place of more pain and lack of like don't have comfort. Right. I think being very realistic about your goals is so, so, so important. Okay. This is something I want to achieve. Well, why? Mm -hmm. And with that being said, picking your goals wisely, also very important. Oh yeah. I mean, so many mistakes can be made when creating goals, right? Yeah, exactly. (laughs) And and then they're not obtainable because they're just so vague. Yeah. So you were, you were really touching on the vague goals. Mm-hmm. I'm talking about the why, cause I think the yes. why is like the most important part because if you continue to, so if you set a goal and then you figure out your plan, which is mm-hmm. what we'll get into Correct. first, you have to figure out your goal. You have to figure out your why, why am I doing the thing that is going to get me where I want to go? Mm-hmm. What is the deeper purpose? Even if it's uncomfortable, even if it's something I don't want to tell mm-hmm. people, if you figure out that why you're everything will actually get a little bit easier. But now let's talk about the va- the vagueness of it. Well, and two, with some of the goals, I think a lot of people set goals because they think those are the goals they're supposed to have. Yeah. So that's also an issue with a lot of this. So I like the fact that you go after someone's personal why. Yeah. Because if they're thinking, oh, it's I want to do this because I think that's where I should or what I should be doing because I'm a certain age or that's what my parents expect me to do or my spouse expects me to do. Yeah. So those are very different. Yeah. And I think there is obviously like I have pressure. I have one client who, you know, her parents dog her all the time about not being healthy. Mm-hmm. And yes, that's good pressure. Like sometimes good pressure if your health is really suffering. Sure. You're not taking care of yourself and the people around you are telling you that you have to take care of yourself. Like that's good, but it's also like how good is it like why are you getting in shape because they want you to get in Mm -hmm. shape or what is truly what is the reason i don't Um, think you can do it unless the goal is personal i agree maybe you can it for the short term yeah but not long term no i feel like you can't really ever achieve anything of grandeur unless it's Mm -hmm. for you correct agreed maybe i don't know it'd be kind of hard i don't know i guess (laughs) i don't know okay i take that that goes into like altruism versus like, <laughs> can you do something for somebody else? Well, you can, mm-hmm. but deep down, are you going to be able to strive for that goal unless you have some personal attachment Tied to it? To it? Mm-hmm. Hmm. What a deeper, this is a deeper. <laughs> that's I'm a topic like, for another time. <laughs> yeah, maybe that's a topic. I'm like, wait, I don't know. I want to think about that, but uh, continuing on, let's go to, I'm like, now I'm mentally stumped. I'm like, well, if it means that you like, you know, if it's for your kids or something like that, like maybe. But your goal is probably at that point then to be the best parent possible. Tying back to yourself. Tying it back to yourself. (laughs) Interesting. This is fun. (laughs) We can play this game. Yeah. All day long. Um, Okay. Well, let's talk about ambiguity. Okay. So, I mean, a lot of mistakes that I personally made. Um, before this current fitness journey uh, was having my goals be way too vague. Mm -hmm. And one of them was that they were also way too big. So I would say, oh, I want to lose 50 pounds or I want to lose, you know, whatever the the number was, but it was too big. It was not something that was going to happen in a week or a month or even six months. And so I think it just seems so overwhelming or so unobtainable or impossible that it wasn't really even a goal. Yeah. At this point. And and the funny thing is, is it's not like those goals were unattainable. They were unattainable without a plan and Correct. a timeline. Just saying, I'm going to go lose 50 pounds. 
okay, well, that's great. Now what? Yes. (laughs) You know? And so we had to break it down into parts. We had to figure out a plan. We had to figure out an eating plan and a workout plan and, you know, all these different things. And, and maybe realizing that two pounds a month or three pounds a month was a lot and plenty Exactly, (laughs) and made it more doable. Yes. Where you'll have people who say, I want to lose 10 pounds a month. And then you have to have somebody help scale you Mm -hmm. back to it. So like, again, I always think having somebody help you goal set is so, who is more professional Mm -hmm. in the field. And emotionally detached. Yes. Emotionally (laughs) detached. Yep. Mm -hmm. So if you're in so much pain and you're saying, I need to lose this much weight, or you give me like a date, Mm -hmm. um, that, that, Okay. And then you have somebody say, okay, well, let's look at the realistic timeline. Right. Let's say, if would you be happy? Let's say you want to lose 50 pounds in six months. Mm-hmm. Well, would you be happy if you lost 25? Probably. 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 And that's kind of where I had to get. Right. You know, and it was funny because I know in that first year, I lost about 20 pounds. And I remember thinking, oh, I only lost 20 pounds, but wow, I'm, I'm 20 pounds lighter than I was, right? <laughs> you know, when I came in here. And so you have to kind of realize that. And I think part of those goals of having these unattainable, huge goals or mm-hmm. not unattainable, but at once, um, is seeing like things that where we would assess and take pictures and take measurements. And as long as progress is happening, mm-hmm. then you can see that that big goal is, 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 it, in, is, is in, in the, the yeah, it's going to happen. <laughs> you can see the timeline. You can see the finish line. Yeah. Another way I like to put it as well is, and this is, I think we're talking a lot in fat loss, fat loss which mm-hmm. is fabulous. Yeah. But think about it this way. Would you rather lose fat slowly and consistently and have it never come back mm-hmm. ne- because you're long-term learning right. how to change habits slowly but surely. And your body's adjusting too. Yes. Or mm-hmm. would you rather lose fat very quickly with no guarantee on whether it'll stay off or not. Exactly. And I think everybody's going to pick the first. Mm -hmm. The one, even though it may be take longer, Mm -hmm. it will last longer. Right. And that is the big fear because you see so many people lose a ton of weight, but then they always gain it back, it seems like. And you don't want that to happen. Because their habits are not practice day in, day out for a long time, like a building block. How or it's are, not sustainable what they're doing. Exactly. Yeah. How are you layering your habits? How are you learning, okay, one thing at a time at a time? And that's how, you know, our burn fitness training program is based. Slowly habit building so that you don't lose those habits mm-hmm. when they're constantly attainable, they're ingrained in you. That's how my Lux Play program mm-hmm. is built. Slowly building habits so that it's attainable and you can always have these like these habits that you know how to go back to. I mean, Definitely. and honestly, what we're talking about too, it doesn't have to be all fitness either. No, no. I think about myself, my husband, some friends, all of us who wanted to get like master's degrees. But you're like, oh, it seems so hard to take all these credit. But if you just took, you know, one or two classes a semester, which is how I did it, right? Yeah, it took some time. But guess what? I have a master's degree. So you know, it's one of those. It's the same kind of principle, though. You have to just chip away at it a little bit at a time, right? And you can't just expect to just overnight have it done. Exactly. And and I think so. Let's go through the stages. So there's Mm -hmm. the the, I think I'm not saying this is archaic, but I'm saying smart goals are Mm -hmm. everybody knows smart goals. Sure. Specific. Yep. Measurable, attainable, relate realistic, realistic, <laughs> and time. So, yeah. how long is it realistic? Mm-hmm. How it, can you actually achieve this? All that. Right. But then you came up with um, what was yours that you found online? 
Oh, just um, clarity, challenge, commitment, feedback, and complexity. And what was the title of that? That was the five... Five principles of goal-setting theory. Five <laughs> principles of goal-setting theory. Okay, yes. I like that. Clarity, challenge, commitment, feedback, task, complexity. I like that. Kind of the same ideas. It is. Yeah, yeah. for sure. And knowing how challenging each task will be for you to complete. So, mm-hmm. so number one, of course, is being specific. Mm-hmm. Number two what will this actually take from me? What will this take of me? Like for your master's, Mm -hmm. it's going to take money, time, and focus, right? Right. (laughs) What will this take? A lot of the goals that you want to achieve normally take money, time, and focus, I think. (laughs) Kind of going to be a common thread. (laughs) Maybe those are the big three. Um, Money, time, and focus. Mm -hmm. Um, And and activation energy, like Mm -hmm. taking the energy to do something that's difficult. Right. And if you don't have the money and the time, you probably need some creativity to figure out how to replace those. Yeah. Oh, like that. Like that. Yeah. Kind of getting around, okay, if you don't have these two, how do you get that? Exactly. Oh, I like that. (laughs) I think so. Let's say time-wise too. Like I think people think setting a goal, it's going to take me this long. Mm -hmm. But in reality, I think a good rule of thumb, if you think it's going to take this long, double it. yeah. It's like a housing project. <laughs> if you ever did do any kind of yeah. like projects yeah. around the house and you think it's going to take eight weeks, it's going to take 16. <laughs> yes. Yes. It's going to take double. So any goal that you have, realistically, mm-hmm. double the time frame that you think. And if it doesn't take, take that, you. and if it doesn't take that long, it's a win. Yeah. It's great. Yeah. It is. Goal setting on a monthly basis is something mm-hmm. that I started doing in January of this year. It has been one of my favorite things. Every month I would take like four or five goals. I'll actually pull up the list Mm -hmm. that I wanted to work on every month. And what it's done is it's really allowed me to like be more intentful. Some of them are not very specific, but they've helped me. So like I started in March. Okay. Okay. So March was 30 days of exercise, no online purchases, and then – so there's always one physical, one mental, and one like tangible. Okay. And then I think the last one was think before I speak, keep my words positive and thoughtful. And now I look and then at the end of the month, I would go back. Sorry, mm-hmm. I'm showing this. And I'd be very realistic. So like at the end of that month, I did 27 out of 30 days of exercise. So I gave that a thumbs up. I still mm-hmm. said, okay, that was a successful month. You hit 90% of the days. That's pretty good. Thank you. <laughs> After that, no online purchases. I did not hit that goal, not even a little bit. Uh-oh. <laughs> <laughs> and then think before I speak, keep my words positive and thoughtful. I checked that off the box. And then I went through like the rest of the year. I didn't do September this month. I wanted to see how it changed I was still very productive this month. It's mm-hmm. we're middle of September here, and I'm still very productive this month. Uh, but I liked setting those goals, even though some of them were vague and some of them were more sp- specific. Mm-hmm. Allowed me to be more intentful with what I wanted to accomplish within the month. So I would highly recommend breaking your goals up into 30 day chunks throughout mm-hmm. the year. Then you have literally 12 30 day chunks in which you mm-hmm. can accomplish so much. So, I mean, ironically, I do almost the same thing. I have a chart. In my planner. Oh, do you? Yeah, it's for each month, and I have certain goals, and I check it off. I, I love journal. that. <laughs> so <laughs> awesome. I love that. Another way – okay, so this is um, one way that I explained it to my client. She was super excited. She got this giant whiteboard because mm-hmm. she's starting to feel more motivated throughout her like fitness journey, and she's like, I'm going to start goal setting more mm-hmm. and like r- writing down tasks. So 
I said, okay, well, for the next, we have four months left of the year. On the left side of the board, write down all that you would like to accomplish within this year. Mm -hmm. And then on the right side of the board, that'll be your daily tasks. Mm -hmm. And I want you to write down what those daily tasks you'll have to achieve to achieve something on the left side of your board on the next few months. Mm -hmm. So that goes back into planning. You have to do something daily to help you check off one of those bigger. And that is goal setting. What Mm -hmm. are the tiny tasks I have to do to accomplish one of the bigger tasks? So no, that's exactly, that's what it is. (laughs) But I think people don't really understand that those tiny little nitty gritties are so important, right? Well, I think that's one of the big mistakes people make is they're not specific. Mm -hmm. So yes, we have these big umbrella, let's say of goals. Yeah. And that's what I've been trying to do too, to get myself more focused over the last couple of years. Yeah. And same thing. I'd break it down into monthly goals. And then each day I pick six things that I can do to get towards those monthly and then yearly goals. Three that I have to do. I can, I I tell myself, you have to get these three done, Martha. And then the other three I'd really like to do. (laughs) I like that your have to's versus want to's Yes. or should do's kind of. Yeah. If I can at all get to, but right. Yeah. And like one of them right now, I'm this month, I'm trying to get my just activity up. So one of my have to do's every day is I have to get at least 10,000 steps and that's right on there. So I, but that's a very measurable, Mm -hmm. very check it or check it off or not. Yep. Did you do it or not? (laughs) Did I do it or not? Yeah. And, and uh, and it's attainable. Yes. And the other night it was like eight 30 at night and I looked at my Apple watch and I still had about Mm -hmm. 1500 steps and I'm like, Oh, (laughs) and so I said to my husband, who wants to go for a walk? We're going for a walk together. And and he's like, yeah, I don't really want to go for a walk. And so I looked at the dog and I said, you want to go for a walk? And And of course she's like leash and hand, you know, leash and mouth at the door. Let's go. (laughs) Yeah. So here I am at nine o'clock at night, you know, walking the neighborhood, getting it done, going around the block, but those are very goals. And I, to me, it would be devastating the next morning when I do my little checklist, not be able to check the box for that. Right. Which I know see people would think is silly, but to me, mentally, I needed to get that done. Yes. I made a commitment to myself to do that. I'm doing Checking it. boxes and crossing things off yep. is so satisfying. satisfying. <laughs> and we'll take that if that's going to get you where you want to go. Oh yeah. And I have colored pens that I do. To, yeah. It's love great. It. I love it. So <laughs> another thing that I want to, so I've been working on a program, obviously mm-hmm. you guys will all hear about it very soon, but I was building something from scratch and that was the hardest thing that I've had to do because it was, I had this giant idea mm-hmm. and I had no idea where to start. And I think that's a really hard thing. Um, and I give people who like build businesses mm-hmm. so much credit because it's so mentally taxing. I'm a very big picture person. Mm-hmm. Like it'd be so cool to do this. I'd like to do this. Mm-hmm. I'd like to do all these amazing things, but the nitty gritty of it is very tricky. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, what does it take? First you start laying out, okay, well, this is what I would like this program to look like. Okay. Well, what does this, this piece of it, I'd like a, a box included for you. When you join the challenge, you get mm-hmm. a box. Okay. Well, what's in the box? Okay. Well, how do I get the things in the box? How do I even get the box? How do I get the box? <laughs> I, and then how do I make sure all the things in the box fit in the box? Mm-hmm. And then how do I get the box with the logo on it? Like all of these things were so mind blowing to me. Mm-hmm. This journey has been, um, it's really cool. I'm excited for you to hear about it, but it's <laughs> It's been the hardest task and challenge I've had to accomplish. Mm -hmm. It's taken me over a year to figure out all the logistics of it. So I do give business owners themselves like, wow, you are creating a blueprint. Or Mm -hmm. if it's not like a franchise or whatever, you're creating a blueprint from scratch. That to me is insane. Something from the ground up. 
that's hard. Mm-hmm. It's it's craziness. It's crazy. So shout out to all you guys because I think that's a really, really tricky task. And it's hard. <laughs> it's hard. But you had you had a big goal. I had a big and goal. And you had to break it down into all these little pieces. Yeah. And you had to check them off. And I had to check them off. And you're still in the process. I'm still checking them off. Yeah. <laughs> it's a lot. <laughs> but you're you're getting there. I mean, I've seen some sneak peeks. So yeah, it's, it's coming. It's coming. It's coming. It's just every time I and the other thing is every time I achieve something, I find another hole. And I'm like, okay, well, if this is a problem, how do I solve this? It's a lot of problem solving, mm-hmm. which with goals, you don't also know that, okay, well, problem solving is also a piece. Mm -hmm. If there's a bump in the road, how do you pivot? How do you change? And not every goal can be just a linear path. No. A lot of times you have to take a right turn and then come back to it. it. Yes. (laughs) Yes. And I think documenting that is very motivating. Document the pivots that you've had to Mm -hmm. make. Document the overcoming obstacles. Maybe on your fitness journey, you got really sick. Mm-hmm. document like when you got sick and remember how hard it was for you to come out back because that's a bump in the road, but it's very... Or the world shut down and took my gym for six months. <laughs> <laughs> that's a big one. That was a kind of a big bump in the road there. That's a big one. <laughs> or I wasn't able to go out and do anything right? because <laughs> everybody shut everything down. Yep. So your movement was probably down. So you probably gained some weight. Guess what? You're not alone. Right. Exactly. Not alone. But I know a lot of bump people in the road. have... Uh, beat themselves up for things like that. And there's some things you can't control. You can't control that. No, we could not control that. And you had to do what you could do. And then you get back on path. Yes. You pivot Mm -hmm. and you figure out, okay, Mm -hmm. well, what can I do now? How can I move forward now? Um, You brought up goal setting, but doing something, why, why are you doing it? And do you enjoy it? Yes. So sometimes people will make goals and I am very guilty of this too. Yeah. That are not enjoyable. No, I'm not saying everything is a party. Of course not. Right. There are oftentimes we do things when we're working out or whatever, and I will give you the stink eye and you're like, do it anyway. Yeah. But I'm not talking just, you know, lack of joy or something I super enjoy, but I'm talking something really negative. Mm -hmm. So for a couple years ago, I decided I wanted to see if I could run. I'd never run more than a mile ever in my life, I don't think. And so I did it and that was fine. I did my first 5K and lately I've been running again. And I'm not going to lie. I do not enjoy running it. This to me, I don't understand this whole runner's high. I don't get it. I don't know. Understand why people think I'd love to run. Who are you? But I feel kind of the need to conquer it. It's like a mental thing for me. Like I can conquer, conquer doing it. And I have no need to run a marathon. I have no desire to do it. 5k is fine. That's kind of, I want to say my mental limit, probably not my physical limit, but definitely my mental limit. But I know also if I run too much, if I run more than a couple times a week, that my knees and hips start to hurt. Mm-hmm. So I'm not going to do this and put myself in a negative place, put myself in pain just because I said I need to run. So I'm going to make sure that the goal, yes, it doesn't have to be joyful. Believe me, no one is laughing or smiling when I'm running, Yeah, but I don't want it to be something that's painful. Yeah. Something that hurts me. Right. And some people I know will do things because they're like, well, I need to run or I need to eat a certain way. And maybe that destroys their gut health. Mm -hmm. That's not good either. Just because you think you need to eat, I don't even know what it would be that would destroy your gut health, but something that would. Sometimes too many veggies can Yeah. So maybe that too much fiber or too much, yeah, whatever. Too much of anything. Of anything. And, but I'm eating healthy and I need to eat healthy, but not to the point where you're hurting yourself. And honestly, I was even doing that this past summer. I was eating too much protein Mm -hmm. and that kind of goofed up my gut health. 
mm-hmm. because I thought I had to eat high protein because I was trying to build muscle and that's what the macro said. Yeah. And I am still eating higher protein or prioritizing protein, but I just took it back. I took it back literally 10, 15 grams, mm-hmm. which is not that much. We're talking 50, 60 calories worth of protein. I cut back and guess what? My gut health's better. So you can't just make a goal. I'm going to eat high protein because that's what it says I need to do. And and this is what I was doing this summer. But you know, didn't matter that my gut was getting messed up. I need to do this and just soldier through. Yeah. And guess what? Now I'm doing better. If a goal is not like yes, there are things that are just too much. Like you shouldn't do something because you think that you're supposed to do it. Mm-hmm. Well, everybody else is doing this goal, so. Yeah. I should do this and yeah. it's harmful to you. Mm-hmm. That's everybody's I, body is different. Yeah. And I'm still eating a higher protein diet than like a high carb diet. Right. But I think I was eating too high. You know, so, another good one is water. Like people think mm-hmm. they should be drinking like, so this is when I find, a gallon. <laughs> yeah. A yeah. lot of people think they should be drinking 120 to 150 ounces of water mm-hmm. a day. Like there is such thing as too much water. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of st- data behind I mean, yes, most people are dehydrated. Like we should be drinking. I, I, I would water, say yeah. <laughs> like, I mean, many people drink too little. Mm-hmm. I can't stress that enough. I, I personally, as a, as a trainer who is active, mm-hmm. constantly moving, I drink 60 to 80 ounces a day minimum. Mm-hmm. But a lot of people think, okay, well, I need to be drinking so much water because they mm-hmm. see those people, the fitness people at the gym with, with those gallon. giant gallons. Mm-hmm. You don't have to be drinking that much water <laughs> and that can also be harmful as well. Mm-hmm. You have yeah. to listen to your body on that as well. I agree. Yeah. Yeah. I'm usually 80 to hundred, especially if I'm teaching, I drink more because I just get thirsty from talking. Right. But yeah. And in the summer, if I'm really, it's really hot, but you, there's certain days. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it makes sense. The other thing, so you know this and I've talked about this, so mm-hmm. I, I don't not enjoy running. I set a goal to do a half marathon because- my brother and sister-in-law asked me to join them to do it. Mm-hmm. And I wanted to do it because it sounded like something that would motivate me to do something that was hard for my body. Mm-hmm. I was training for like four weeks. I got to six miles. And when I got to that six miles, I just was very unhappy. Mm-hmm. And there is a threshold that I think you should push through for sure if you enjoy it. But – I noticed, I was like, wait, I haven't been working out in ways I enjoy. I've been working out a lot less and I don't look forward to running. I don't. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not fun. <laughs> I'm just like not having a good time, right? And so I decided like I had been telling people because they do say if you tell people about your goals, then you're more likely to do them. We feel accountable. You feel accountable. Right. However, I'm not necessarily that person. <laughs> I can tell people and they'll be like, eh, I'm not doing it. But but I did tell people thinking that that would help and it didn't I, mm-hmm. because I hit that six miles a few weeks ago. I was like, I'm just like tired in an, a way I'm not enjoying. Like mm-hmm. I stopped lifting weights and you shouldn't do that. You should still keep lifting weights when you're training for something mm-hmm. so intense. But it's, it's, I realized I was like, okay, I've hit this threshold in which it was fun for the first little bit. And now it's no longer enjoyable Mm -hmm. to me. And I I don't know what that it's called scientifically, psychology wise, but I do think if you ever hit that threshold where you're like, okay, this is affecting other parts of my life in in a way that really bothers Mm -hmm. me, then maybe you need to pivot and change your goal. Yeah. I mean, what are you trying to prove? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Why am I really doing this? Right. 
yeah. because your brother goaded you or because you wanted to be challenged or because – I thought I really wanted thought, to be challenged, you know. right? I, and that's mm-hmm. truly why. Mm-hmm. I honestly was like, well, I want to do something that's really hard for me. But it's like, wait. <laughs> <laughs> wait, I do a lot of things that are really hard for me. For sure. This doesn't have to be one of those things. Right. So, And especially if it's making other areas of your life negative. Exactly. If it makes me not want to exercise, then why would I be doing it? Which is literally your life. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. If it makes me not want to do the thing that I am training other people to do, then it's probably not a good thing for me personally. I think when you told me you were going to do this half marathon, I think my response was, why? Yeah. You're like, why? why? Yeah. Why? But I do, I gotta say, I give so much credit to those people that do those mm-hmm. 13.1s. Like now I know how intense the training is. Now I know how hard it is to keep your body, like not to get shin splints, to train oh, properly, yeah. to take care of like, do you have to, you have to prep your body. You are, tra- it's, you are training like mm-hmm. an athlete. This is mm-hmm. not just a, I'm going to pick up and do it. You have to be running consistently oh, yeah. long, long miles. So or people that do marathons. Oh my gosh. Just like, yeah. and I do think it's important to push your body mm-hmm. to limits. I really, really do. And so I give those people mm-hmm. credit that have done these really hard things. Shout out to you guys. Cause that's a tricky one. Yeah. Well, we'll push you some limits. We'll just find something different. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Put some more plates on the bar or something. Yeah. Something like that. <laughs> So talking, going back to goal setting. Another one too, I used to be guilty of this, setting goals. And now I look back and I think, well, that really lacked substance, but it would be, oh, I want to lose weight or look my best for a high school reunion mm-hmm. or an event. Right. And that's fine. I get that back to that whole vanity thing. Why do we work out sometimes? But then what? Okay. That day comes and goes. Then we just what? go back to what we were doing before. I mean, so to me now, it's not about, and of course, yes, if there's an event, like my son got married a few months ago, of course I wanted to look my best that day. I'm yeah. not going to say that I didn't, but you don't just starve yourself necessarily for an event and then just let it go. So you can have goals and you want to look good for the long term or whatever, but that's something I've had to realize. There's not just like a finish line of, oh, I got to get to this particular event mm-hmm. and, you know, try to lose all this weight for that. And then who cares after that? Yeah. And that's Think what about I used to the do. after. I like mm-hmm. that. Think about your, your event that you're excited about, mm-hmm. but then think about after as well and right. what it will take for you to continue. Even if it's not at the same caliber, it is fun right. to have motivating goals and say, Hey, I'm prepping for this or that. Mm-hmm. And you're working extra hard for it. It's right. fun oh, yeah. to work hard for something. And that's fine. And, but it's that after, that's what I guess I'm talking about because yeah. I would get to that event and just like then let go after that. Right. And then that kind of puts you into that spiral of that yo-yo situation too, mm-hmm. because now you just go back to what you're doing pre- previously because you starved yourself or whatever right? or did extreme workouts. <laughs> and then you're back to kind of where you were and then you're back in the same old cycle. So now it's more of a long-term along the way kind of thing. Yeah. You, you are constantly looking, there was a point actually. For no, you. I was. And you broke me of this. I know you were like, I need a challenge. I need a mm-hmm. goal. Like we did 45 days of fury and then we did like the tough mutter and then we did a 5k. Mm-hmm. And then after that, you said, Alexis, that was 2019. And then of course we shut down. I know, but you, yeah. but I remember at one point you were like, Alexis, yeah. what's next? Like, yeah. what's my next challenge? Yeah. Give me like, something to do. Yeah. yeah. And I was like, 
Martha, there's no next challenge. You just have to take care just of life. yourself. Life yeah. Is, yeah. Like attack, attack the hard thing, taking care of yourself mm-hmm. on a daily basis with no insane goal in mind. Yep. Yep. And I think that's the hardest thing is keeping up healthy habits mm-hmm. when you're not training for something. It's <laughs> well, hard. I needed something to keep me kind of going. Right. And mm-hmm. now I don't. Yeah. Just life in general. And you've mastered that now mm-hmm. because you built healthy habits. It took a while though, because I was in that habit of doing things for a specific reason, an end goal, like an end goal, right? not yeah. just seeing it as a lifestyle change. Yeah. <laughs> Which is okay because it's motivating. Mm-hmm. But once you get, eventually you will get past that by working mm-hmm. on building daily mm-hmm. habits. And now if I happen to do these events, like run a 5k or whatever, it's not just, I'm specifically training for that. It's, it's something that's fun to do. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> However you look at it. Yes. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> I like that. Um, well, I think we hit a lot of topics today. I'm very excited. Mm-hmm. What's your why when you're setting a goal? Mm-hmm. Um, and be honest. Be honest. Be honest. If, if you're uncomfortable saying it out loud to someone else, write it down for yourself. Yes. Mm-hmm. And then look to the future mm-hmm. as well. Look to the, your future self and say, are these goals going to help me get where I want to go? Be and very clear. Break it down, yeah. Break it down. Mm-hmm. How long is it going to take? Maybe double it. <laughs> uh, what tasks is it going to take you to actually get there? Mm-hmm. How are you going to add those tasks to your day-to-day agenda? How, how are you going to do one thing per day that gets you to that goal? Wow, we had a lot actually. <laughs> and now that I'm summarizing, which is fabulous. Then there's the threshold. If you're not enjoying the goal and you get halfway there, even mm-hmm. though you told people that you were going to do it, don't be afraid to pivot. Mm-hmm. Don't be afraid to concede. Yeah. And it doesn't mean you're quitting. Maybe you're just changing your goal. Yeah. That's, that's what okay. I did. Adjust. I, yeah. I said instead, okay, I'm not going to do the 13.1. I'm going to do the, there's a 5K plus one mile. Mm-hmm. So I was like, oh, I can do that easily. Mm-hmm. And don't be afraid to pivot. Don't be afraid to concede a little bit if you have to listen to your mm-hmm. body and don't be afraid to set a different goal that will be better for your body as well. Right. As things change. Yeah, yeah for sure. Exactly. And finally, don't be afraid to be proud of the goals that you have set and give yourself credit. Even if you didn't get all the way to the end goal, at least you were striving for something mm-hmm. and you did something that you wouldn't normally do. Going back to that month that I did 27 days of exercise. Mm-hmm. I didn't do 30, so but I did 27. Right. You could beat yourself up for the three you didn't do, but, but I, instead look at the 27 you did. Exactly. Yeah. And I'm proud of that. And that's, that's what we should be looking at, how far we have truly come. Mm-hmm. So this is a good one. I like this. Well, <laughs> everyone, thank you so much for listening. We are so happy to... Oh, and oh, wait, sorry. And then last one, don't forget task complexity. Mm-hmm. How How intense is this task and what what is it really going to take for you, from you? Absolutely. Yeah. And break it down. Break it down. Get it done. done. (laughs) (laughs) All right, guys. Thank you so much for listening to I Got This Podcast. And make sure one of your goals is to subscribe and listen every Monday. (laughs) I got this. I got this. Hey, guys. Thanks for listening this week. Please leave us a five-star review wherever you listen to podcasts. For more I Got This content, please make sure to follow, like, and share on Instagram, TikTok, Facebook, or you can always go to our website, igotthispod.com for more info. As always, thanks for listening. See you next Monday.